millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey everyone, welcome to Transferred Insight Live. I'm Paul Machin, Neil Jones of Goal.com joins me in this sweltering hot <laughs> studio. We had the door open, things were looking up, and then Tom's come in yeah. and decided to trap us in a sweat box. Yeah, he's he's not done us any favours at all, to be honest. No, I know he, I know he's all about light, but we're all about comfort. Yeah, and, you know, I'd, I'd take bad light for. He's all right. He's, he's sat in a small sweaty room, but he's got a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's lost two in us as well. <laughs> uh, right, we've got a bunch of things to get through. We're obviously live, so if you want to send in some questions for Neil for later on in the stream, then please be our guest and do so in the live comments alongside the video. Uh, do drop a like as well, because it always helps the algorithm, and we like algorithms. Um, we're going to start with Jordan Henderson. It's been the focus of the week, really, and I'm kind of glad that it, people have calmed down a bit on it, and it normally happens when Liverpool play football matches. A lot yeah. of this stuff kind yeah. of gets pushed away. Um, but you wrote about it. You were, you were one of the people quite vocal around it at the time, at the start of the week. The talk being that contract negotiations haven't gone as smoothly as I think either party would have hoped. Yeah. That then cropped up a notion that PSG, Atletico Madrid might be keeping an eye on the on things. Subsequently, the Mirror have put out that Arsenal would be the front runners if he were to move, which sounds um, a stretch. But we'll see. Let's take it back to the sort of the genesis of this. Where's where's all of this come from? Yeah, well, to be honest, it, I have to say first and foremost, it's not not my story. It was it was a story that came from Athletic through, yeah. through James and, and and David Ornstein. So that's that's where the, the genesis of the story is. <sighs> Look. You can tell you can tell from the story which side has come from it. It's not a Liverpool uh, angle story. It's a Jordan Henderson angle story, and it's. Um, I think I think probably the reaction to it. Again, you're right about playing football matches. Obviously, it tends to overtake events like this. But I think the, the the reaction was probably influenced a lot by the the unexpected nature of it. I don't think anyone was thinking at any point. You know, there's a lot of players at Liverpool. I think that you don't even think about them not being there. You know, yep. I think Andy Robertson, Trent. Van Dijk, Allison, you know, you if, if you start to contemplate the idea that they're not there, it's 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 a sort of a real shock to you. And I think Jordan Henderson's very much in that category. Um, do you think that's a, a? I mean, that's a comfort on our side, but is that a complacency maybe in, on the club side? I think I, well, maybe on the club side. I'm, I suppose if you ask Jamie Carragher, you, you've spoken to him many times down the years, as 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 have I. He he often says that homegrown players tend to be un, undervalued. And I think Jordan Henderson probably fits that category, mm-hmm. even though he's not, you know, technically a homegrown player, been here that long. So I think maybe there is a complacency around those players. That, well, he's 
the grass is not going to be greener for him elsewhere. He's our captain, and he's been yeah. here ten years, and he's you know he's he's done this. Um, so potentially, but I think I think the probably the the issue comes with maybe Henderson's complacency as well, and he might have thought that this 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 won't be any sort of prolonged negotiations. This will just be a sort of in and out. This is this is what I want. Kind of sign here, and it, it hasn't worked out that way. Potentially, you know, a bit a bit of both both angles there. Um, it's a more complex uh, analysis, if you like, because I think I think there there are questions to be answered in terms of the worth of, of both both sides and and what the you know the correct course of action is for the player and well most clearly for the club. So I do think there's a discussion to be had, and there has been a lot of discussion of it. And I've seen both sides presented. Pretty rationally, you know, not yeah. which is not always the case when you get stories like <laughs> yeah, this. But I have seen some pretty rational arguments saying, "Well, why would you give him a five-year contract?" You know, but then it's, but why, you know, how can you talk about sort of this, this sort of um, do we know legacy? The, do we know what the sticking point is? Yeah, well, it's there's only two things that it, it possibly can be, and it's it's the length of the contract and the, and the, the terms on offer. Mm-hmm. Probably most likely, uh, uh, more of more down to the length of the contract, which Gini Van Alden, I think, was one of the ones that I think he wanted a bit more security and. A, and of course, a bit more recognition than he than he was going to get. Um, I'm not sure Henderson and Wijnaldum are in exactly the same position, but I'm, I'm sure there'll be similar similarities there. I think it'll be Liverpool looking at it from a, a ruthless business sense of 33. Maybe the fact that they've got so many other renewals to do this in the well, you know, in this calendar year, pretty much. You know, you could be looking at probably around seven or eight first teamers that are either going to want a new contract or, or Liverpool are going to want to offer a new contract to so that's that's obviously difficult and maybe the complacency from Liverpool's edge is that well Jordan's up Jordan will be okay so we won't push that envelope because we, we're having this discussion is like let's say the difference between Mo Salah and, and Hendo actually to the 11 and yeah. to the importance you know, Hendo's got a lot more in, in, in things going on around so his importance you mentioned the captain's armband yeah. all the things he does off the pitch the motivation of the squad but but if you renew Mo Salah's contract, then you're safeguarding 100 million pounds. Yeah, yeah. If you renew Jordan Henderson's contract, yeah. you, it's no way. It's not. Yeah. It's no way. And, and there's and there is an issue. He's, he's a couple of years older than Mo Salah. Mo Salah doesn't miss a game. Gini Wijnaldum doesn't miss a game. So you know, and and that didn't that didn't force that. But Mo Salah, there's a. I, I think there's a lot more guarantee with Mo Salah. He'll probably he'll probably play every close to every game. He'll probably score yeah, this amount of goals, yeah. and he and he will probably be worth this amount. Jordan Henderson's value is obviously massive to Liverpool, but it's hard to see a fifty million pound move for Jordan Henderson at 31, 32, 33. It's hard to see him playing every minute of a Premier League season in the centre of midfield. It's hard to see him scoring your fifteen goals a season for midfield. It doesn't happen. So there are less guarantees with Henderson and what he can offer Liverpool, albeit still substantial. But there are there are players like Van Dijk, Salah, Allison, Fabinho. Um, is in that position. Probably the fullbacks will get to that position sooner. Sadio Mane. There's a lot of players that need needs changes to their contract in the next few months. And I, th- I I still think there will be a resolution around Jordan Henderson, but it might just be that there needs maybe a story like this speeds it up and just just convinces both parties that hey, you know, we've just had a look over the edge of the cliff there and actually we don't like what we've seen, so let's get back on let's get back around this table and have a chat. Do you think there's something in that of, of like having seen the genie situation? Yeah. The Jordan Henderson, I don't I got no sense that he's no. he wants to go anywhere. No. He loves he loves where he is, he loves his life, he loves his job, he loves all the things around there. Oh, maybe this is just a reminder from Team yeah. Henderson to go you know, get, you give Liverpool a kick. You can't walk on me. 
Yeah. You can't walk all over me. You know, you look, it's easy to forget, isn't it? But Jordan Henderson got to the last sort of 13 months of his contract in 2015. He was about to enter the final year. And there was a lot of worry about that. You know, I think, I might be wrong, no, Chan was a, long, a lot longer. There was, there was a few players that were sort of getting to that stage. And Jordan Henderson, it got to the stage where there was a lot of talk about Manchester City. And that they were they were looking at it and saying, well, he's only got a year left on his contract. We might be might be tempted to have a bash here. And he signed it in the end. He signed a longer t- uh, contract, and then a few years later, he signed the, the the contract, which is obviously he's in now. So maybe there's a case of he's seen that before and thought, well, I really don't want to get to that stage yeah. where it's I, I, you know I'm, I'm thinking about me last year. I'm 33. Maybe I've missed games through injury. Maybe I'm having to sort of tailor me games a little bit like you know Steven Gerrard did towards the back end, where I'm not playing every week. I don't really want to get to that situation and then have the contract issue hanging over me. So. Can we get this done quickly? And it hasn't happened. And obviously, Gerrard's another one that really, you know, it has to be it has to be held out. Liverpool allowed Steven Gerrard to leave on a free transfer. You know, they the player had a say in it, but really a lot of it came down to what the club did or didn't do in yeah. terms of their offer to him. So there is there is a precedent there. Liverpool allowing an iconic captain to walk away. I'm not I'm, again. I'm not convinced they'll do that with Jordan um, yet, certainly, and. I still think there's probably a lot of a lot of room and a lot of dialogue to be had there and a resolution to be found. You just got to look. I mean, he was putting a picture out on Instagram from doing some warm yeah, weather training, and exactly. it's just filled with people going stay, stay. don't leave. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, you, you look. I mean, look. We've got this on the, on the table here. I mean, I'm not, I'm not plugging that, but thanks, Neil. But we have got that on the table. You know, you look at the fuss Liverpool made around that themselves. Yeah. You know, you, obviously, you guys did a great job with the documentary, but Liverpool did did a lot themselves. Yeah. There was a lot of fanfare around it. It's a year today. All the pictures of them lifting the Premier League trophy yeah. and now the iconic images. I. I Certainly, I don't see a part of the ways this summer, and I find it hard to believe that Liverpool won't really try and keep Jordan as as a major part of the club some some way, you know, for the remainder of his well, not maybe not for the remainder of his playing career, but certainly for for the remainder of his his his, his life. Yeah. Where do you think the um, the PSG and the Atletico Madrid stuff comes from in this? Well, I think the PSG they've got a, a real. A real strong history and a, and a real strong recent history of of taking advantage of these kind of situations. I think the Atletico Madrid it was, it was sort of suggested he's quite close with Luis Suarez and he has that link and maybe there's you know Kieran Trippier went out to Atletico Madrid didn't he? So maybe there's sort of a a bit of a um, I don't know a, a good good vibes coming back from about that club and what it's like and obviously it's a great city, isn't it? So I think there might be that that kind of element, but I think the PSG wants them some Pochettino. And I think that he was a he's a massive fan of Henderson. I've, I've I've actually heard him in press conferences state when he was Tottenham manager how how much of an admirer he was of, of the player. So I think that's where that comes from. And the fact that PSG's model allows for them to sneak in, spend money, yeah, spend money on thirty plus play, thirty year old players plus and and players who you know have um, maybe not been able to convince other clubs, other big clubs to, to give them contracts. You know, Sergio Ramos. Being a great example, um, you know, I think the back Gini Wijnaldum, Gini Wijnaldum, and Herrera from Manchester United. You know, there, there's there's a lot of examples of that. Juventus are pretty much, you know, a little bit of have been similar to that in the past as well. Yeah, no, it's interesting and the Arsenal stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I hadn't heard that to be honest. No, and, and yeah. I, I saw you see PSG and it lets you go. Yeah, well, you know what? I could, if yeah, you, I could, yeah. part of me would be like, if he wanted to go and try that, yeah. I wouldn't want to see him leave. But I could go. Okay, well, that'd be a, that's a, yeah. that's a that's an enticing prospect. But it's like Arsenal. Like, better than Arsenal yeah yeah. Like, I mean you can talk about a new challenge and you can believe it when you see that but that, I mean that's, that's a challenge and a half isn't it going you know yeah. I, I don't I don't, I don't see Jordan, in the worst European I don't see Jordan Henderson going and playing for another English club yeah. 
personally. Mate, unless it's unless it's like Sunderland down the years, you know, when he's back in back end and he's he's going into manager, he's he's thinking of whatever at the very end of his career. I don't see Jordan Henderson playing in the Premier League for anyone. Certainly not Arsenal. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree on that. It's um, actually uh, uh, James Walmsley here with a comment saying I can understand uh, if you're him, you'll get a much bigger move at 31 to a good Champions League club compared to if you're 33. Maybe you're looking at Italy or a mid-table Premier League club by that point. And again, that, I mean, that's mm. a good point. That, that's a point where is his negotiating position doesn't get easier from here. Yeah, this well, is his last big chance to make a big thing before you know before he's seen as being an upsetter. You know, he's not rocking yeah. the boat and he's not yeah. being a gobshite about it. You know, and, and it's not dead close that there's low all the pressure ramps up. Yeah. Everyone can look at it and go, we've still got two seasons left on his contract. Exactly. But you've also got, and I would counter that by saying, yeah, but he's at a Champions League club and he's at a club that can win the Champions League yeah. and can win the Premier League and he'll be the he won't just be Involved in it, he'll be the figure of it. He'll yeah. be the centerpiece of, of that, that happening. So I would, I can see if Liverpool say to him, "Look, if Liverpool were to say, and I don't think they will, you are not getting a new contract, you know, or if you do, it's it's a fifty percent wage cut or whatever it may be." So make your mind up now. We're happy to let you go. Then I can see then that becomes an option. But I think yeah. if Liverpool are saying, "Well, no, come on, let's talk about this. You've still got two years. Let's let's not rush this. We yeah. don't, you know, there's no 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 panic here." I don't see many better options for him out there than Liverpool. And, you know, you say about his, his, his bargaining point gets weaker. It does, but not if he plays every week. Yeah. And Liverpool win. Yes. And Liverpool compete for the Premier League and they compete for the Champions League. His bargaining point becomes even stronger because he's saying, you know what, I'm 32 and I'm still doing it. Yeah. You look at Milner, well, you, look at, yeah. you look at some of the other players. I mean, we, we, Ramos is a good example. You look at Thiago Silva. Um, you know, players like that. You look at, I mean, I think Henderson's... Younger than Lewandowski, still doing it at that age. It's, yeah. That doesn't become an issue. That's still they, they're still vital, vital players or big, big, you know, hitters. Yeah, I suppose that's the point, isn't it? You know, he's, he's missed a lot, he has missed a lot of football. Interesting in doing the, the book, which I was flashing up there. Thanks so much for that, Neil. No uh, the, um, the a lot of his season stories end early. You yeah, know? yeah. He, he, you know, he, he plagued with injuries yeah, at times, yeah. you know, and and, and you know, this this season is a, is a pivotal one in that because you're right, Milner's a great example because for every people going, well, FSG don't want lads over 30. Well, James Milner's there. Still now, there. of course, James Milner has accepted a diminished role in yeah, the squad yeah. as he's gone through that, that period. But also... It's it's his durability, but yeah. he's proven his durability in that time. Yeah. If Jordan proves his durability, then there's no, there's no exactly. question to be question to be asked. Uh, exactly, think. and especially especially if you think that he played centre back last year, so you know he he's played one of the eights, one of the sixes, or as the six, and he's played centre back. You know, fullback. Yeah, it's move. It, you know, it's not it's not Milner esque, but it's that that's. That's quite important sometimes when you when you look you're looking at a squad. You know, I, I've got no question if James Milner was purely a right mid or a, or a left back, I think he probably would have moved on by now. But it's the fact that he's all of them and, he, and he's you know that's that's what makes him so valuable. And yeah. the fact obviously that you know he's had his injuries himself, Milner, you know, sort of shorter injuries rather than anything long term. But he he's yeah, like you say he's proven his durability. Was he played six hundred odd games in his career? You know, there's a lot of miles on the clock, but it doesn't it doesn't show yeah. with him. With Jordan, I think I think yeah, that there are legitimate sort of worries over his injuries. I think he had two seasons before last season where he played the majority of games. He had a bad one, obviously February last year, but he's had all he had all the problems with his his foot early on in Klopp's reign, and there's been there's been issues there. So yeah, there are. There are a lot of um, a lot of things to consider. Like I say, I keep going back to it. I still think there's a lot of room and a lot of time and a lot of will 
to find a, a resolution from both sides. Fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, keep your questions coming in. Anyone you want any particular targets or thoughts you want to have towards Neil, let us know later, a bit later on in the stream. Um, Sol, we've talked about him for a few weeks on the on the bounce mm. now. There's been sort of conflicting reports on this. I had a few bits and pieces sent to me sort of through the grapevine that the word was Liverpool had had a little tickle at 35-ish million pounds which had been rejected we've seen a few legitimate sources then coming out and saying that's categorically yeah. not true um, etc it's come up again again today there's another Spanish publication talking about the being, being a bid rejected anything? Yeah. yeah well I don't think Liverpool have bid pretty certainly haven't bid I think the, like, the more the more telling part is I think he's been offered he's been offered the round I think he you know or I'm not saying Atletico Madrid are offering him around because I think Simeone's quotes were pretty much that he wants him to stay, but he understands that he's maybe getting a bit cheesed off at being moved around a yeah. little bit milnery, playing fullback and playing you know wide right and playing in midfield and that kind of thing. But I think mainly it's it's probably Saul and his his people thinking about we need to get some options. Look, I don't think it's a goer personally. Um, from what I've what I've I've spoken to people, I know, I've spoken to one person in particular who's like, there is no chance of, of him playing, of signing, which is. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Someone I believe as well. Uh, and you think you have to... It ties into Henderson, really, and it ties into Van Dijk and Salah. His wages would probably make him the highest paid player at Liverpool currently. And then you're trying to renew eight first-team players. And they're saying, right, this guy here who's sub and plays you know, plays a few places, he's, he's a good player, very good player, but he's not starting for us yet. He's been brought in and he's on that. So I'm on that, at least. In fact, I'm going to be on that now because, yeah. because of that. So I don't see Liverpool buy it, bringing in a player who's, unless he's a, unless he's a surefire, what Klopp would describe as a slam dunk signing, like an Alisson, a Van Dijk, a Saleh yeah. or a Mane. Unless, or f- maybe Fabinho, but I don't think Fabinho was even in that category himself. Um, at the time, so yeah, at the time he was he was want, he was going to grow into that role, and if, and he has, but I don't see Liverpool bringing in a, a player who's going to 
not fit into the wage structure of the, of the of the club, and I think I think Sal would would be outside of that, and I think that's why they wouldn't wouldn't sanction the deal. As good a player as he is, and I think he, I, you know, I've seen certain I've seen him play against Liverpool, and he was fantastic. I've seen him play in you know in Champions League games and and really dominate them for for Atletico Madrid, and think yeah he's a great player. And I have spoken to people who who are involved in the game who think he's he's, he's a, a diamond of a player or has been in the past certainly. But I don't see Liverpool. Don't see Liverpool doing it. Um, and I think probably the story, the amount of stories that are coming out about him, probably reflect the fact that the player is starting to look over the garden fence and saying, "Well, do you know what? I won't really want to go and be the main man somewhere." No, which makes perfect sense. And the thing about him is he, he's that age, isn't he? You know, when I talk about another 28, 29, 30 yeah. year old, you know, you know, like like Alatiago. Yeah. You're talking about a guy right there, right, right in in the middle of his prime. He's got more good years to come as well. So Liverpool should should be having these conversations. Should definitely be feeling yeah, these yeah. out. But you're right. The wage thing is the, is the tricky thing, and people forget that at times. And so Spanish be, wages as well. I mean, generally, Spanish, as much as the Premier League is the place to be. If you're earning good money in Spain, it, it's it's remarkable money. You know, you've you've read the stories about Griezmann and obviously Messi, Messi's a Messi, but like you've read stories about salaries at Dembele and people like that are on, and you know, it's 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 eye watering. You know, even even for clubs like Liverpool and Manchester City, sometimes you're like, wow, you know, that, that's what they can earn at Real Madrid or Atletico or Barcelona. So yeah, there's, you know, I can, to be honest, that that from the conversations I've had, that was the main sort of like, no chance because of. That would that that sort of you know I think it was, it was well in advance of ten million pound a year I think would be what he'd be looking for. Yeah, uh, Dylan O'Rourke says, any good news, Neil? <laughs> um, yeah, Liverpool playing Friday, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Jota's Jota's there this morning giving it the thumbs up. Robertson's there on Friday. Um, Canate's made his debut. There's you know Van Dijk and Gomez are getting closer and closer to coming back. Salah, Salah, Mane are already there. Just All that new signings. Yeah, oh, no, just gotta, but, I just love saying that. Yeah, of course, but. Yeah, well, look, the news the news comes when the news comes, doesn't it? And yeah. you know, it's I don't know. I think preseason is the one time that it becomes football doesn't matter and and signings are all that matters. And Liverpool have already made a pretty good one. I I personally have, I'm of the opinion that they're gonna he's gonna be a real a real asset to Liverpool. I can just just got a feeling about it. Even the way he's sort of settled into you know little things like. There's an artist I think done a drawing of him on Twitter, and he's replying saying, "Oh, I love it," and all. You know, he's, he's actually like he, he's sort of he's a, he's into the Liverpool thing, and yeah. I quite like that about it. And I think he's going to be a real good asset for him. He's got great physical attributes, obviously. Twenty-two loads of potential to grow into a real top player. So I think you know you want the good news. Liverpool have already made a very very good signing. It's summer. just a pity we did, they didn't do. It was just too known, wasn't it? You know, isn't yeah. that the if you don't get like the the impact? The joy, yeah, yeah, the Fabinho, the yeah. Fabinho. What? Wow, no one yeah. saw that coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Uh, Jota last season. Uh, right, the one that we've been linked with most recently. This is another. Um, athletic drop hand <laughs> grenade into uh, yeah, the yeah. Liverpool transfer world. Jared Bowen. Yeah, I. Like if we were shocked by Diogo Jota coming out of nowhere, yeah, getting yeah. told that Jared Bowen's on a Liverpool shortlist, certainly, let's say, it raised a few eyebrows. Yeah, I suppose it does, doesn't it? Because 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 we st- we're all football snobs. A little bit, a little bit. It's West Ham. Well, I think I think West Ham don't have a great. I, I say Liverpool don't look at West Ham with any envious glances. Wolves. Probably differently. Southampton, when they were in a bit, you know, it was sort of they're doing a good job. I like yeah. that. West Ham, Moyes is the manager, and 
West Ham, you know, they love the show London and the, the stadiums, you know, whatever. And a lot of people sort of were, were a little bit like last season. What are they doing in the top five, six? You know, and um, and and to be honest, he probably didn't stand out when you looked at West Ham. He played a lot, but he probably didn't look. It wasn't you didn't look at West Ham and go there in the top six because Jared Bowen's on fire. Yeah. You probably looked at it because you said. Well, Suchek's playing really well, and Antonio yeah. is scoring the goals, and um, but Declan Rice, wise, like but he's, he's not good, far off, is no, he? he's he, very close, in fact. He, yeah, I mean, he he's a good footballer. I've seen a, I've seen a bit of. I remember going to watch um, Hull play Cardiff. So Harry Wilson was on loan at Hull, and and uh, Gruitch was on loan at Cardiff. And towards the back end of would have been the seventeen eighteen season, I think. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. 17, 18, it was Grand National Day. <laughs> there you go, knowledge. But but he was the best player. He was the best player on the pitch. Cardiff won 2 0. Warnock was in charge and he scored two goals to centre half, big long throws and, and scored. But Jared Bowen was the one player. I'd never really heard of him. I, was, I think he was the top scorer for Hull. I was like, well, he's, you know, he's tired. Yeah. And I remember asking Harry Wilson about him. He said, oh, he's a good player. He said he'll play Premier League. He said, I think he. I think he Tottenham were, were sniffing around him in particular at that point. He said, oh, yeah, he'll play Premier League. Like, he's a good player. He must have been. What is he now? Twenty four? Is he now born? I yeah. think he would have been about twenty then, twenty one. So you sort of, you know, he's he's in your he's in your conscious. And then he went to West Ham. It was a lot of money. I think he only had maybe only had six or twelve months left on his contract. He went to West Ham for a lot of money. And he thought yeah, they spent a bit. But I've watched him, and he plays, he plays down the right. He's got good attributes of the Premier League. Scores goals. You know, he's got tidy. Tidy feet and he's decent on the ball. I wouldn't have listened. You could have. You could have given me a fair few cracks at Liverpool being interested in in Premier League players. It would have took me a while to get to Jared Bowen. I think. Yeah. But I know, I know, the story. The no. story is. The story is not whether I like Jared Bowen. The story is Jurgen Klopp likes yeah. Jared Bowen well, and the recruitment team. So, and 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 I have to say, cards on the table. When Liverpool signed Sadio Mane, I I I, I had a look and thought. You know, I've seen him play a few times. He's a bit hit and miss. When Liverpool signed Andy Robertson, I was convinced that he'd be another one on that left-back list of all those left-backs that Liverpool had tried and failed with. Mm -hmm. So, Genie Wijnaldum, I wouldn't have plucked Genie Wijnaldum out of anywhere. I wouldn't have signed Oxlade-Chamberlain, if I had the option, you know. So, for all that, a lot of Liverpool fans have sort of reacted with a little bit of Jared Bowen. They probably did the same as me with a lot of those signings as well. So, I think the one thing I would always say and it goes back to the guy there who asked about the, the, the good news, is the best news, I think, is that when Liverpool do tend to sign a player, it tends to be a good one. Yeah. You know, Jota, Jota Thiago, um, Harvey Elliott, you know, looking back, I know Minamino will probably be one that we'll maybe talk about in, in another part of the show, mm-hmm. but generally, Liverpool have, even though, whether it's the slam dunks, like I say, the ones who you knew were going to be great, like Van Dijk and Alisson, or the ones who you thought, oh, that's an interesting one, like like Robertson and like um, Van Alden, like Jota, I suppose. You, you you look and you say they got it right, yeah. and they, they did the homework. Um, I'm not saying that Bowen will happen. I think you know. I think the story was pretty much clear that it was it's a short list, and there'll be a, a lot of other names on that short list. But I think it's interesting enough that he's one of them, and it tells you a little bit about the. A, the type of player, but also I think the profile of player. And like I say, I've said this on the show the last few weeks, you can you can draw up a decent line most of the time in the air, the Liverpool transfer room, and say, well, does he fit this, this and this? And Jared Bowen does in the sense of young, a uh, bit versatile, can play a couple of positions, not 
not established as a as a star, but but with room to grow into it and pace as well, and and playing for a club that you can you feel like you could probably get them out of. Yeah, the the interesting point in this as well is obviously Liverpool's homegrown quota for the yeah. coming season. I mean, it's all well and good saying we don't want Jared Bowen. Well, if Liverpool, at this point, if Liverpool want to sign footballers. They actually have to be homegrown because you yeah. can't, there's no more. There's no now. Obviously, the hope will be that some will get some will get moved on. Certainly, and the talk around this is if Shakiri and and or Shakiri and Origi really? were to move on, then this is something that Liverpool might yeah, consider. Yeah. Which obviously is you'd have some money to spend, and yeah. you can and you can you can you, you can go and move because you've got space in the squad as well. But it's something that people have to think about. It's not as simple as now because in terms of the negotiating position, if you go out and buy someone and now you're o- or you're over your quota once yeah, again, yeah. then all of a sudden you're holding yeah. out for the extra five million here and there. It's going to be a lot harder it's been, to do that. We've seen it with clubs, haven't we? We've seen it with, with, with big names, Ozil being one, uh, that they've had to just sit, sit on the... Uh, I mean, I know, I know there's a lot more going on with Ozil, but that it came down to the fact that they didn't feel it was worth registering him for the first six months of the season. We've seen... Obviously, look at the players who Liverpool are looking to move on. Nico Williams and Nat Phillips are both obviously in that category of they would be one of the homegrown quota probably. But if Liverpool are moving them on, then you're you're, you're losing them out of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, a lot. It's strange, isn't it? The rule. The rules of obviously. I think they're well known, but they don't they don't come into people's thinking when they, when they're talking about transfers. It's just go and get this player from that league and that player from this league, and there are, there is a lot of that. I think. I think Liverpool are going to move on a fair few. Still, they moved on a few this week. Obviously, mm-hmm. earlier on in the week, they've already moved on. I think four or five already this summer that that were were planned for and you know weren't going to contribute to the team. So I think there's more to come in that regards, and I think who who and when and for what money will dictate what type of player or where the player comes in from. Absolutely. We had a super chat from James Gunn. Um, he says, we'll accept Salah plus Virgil van Dijk in a swap for Bowen. Yeah. I lo- yeah. Oh, West Ham fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. Um, absolutely, <laughs> why not? Um, Mossy here asks, uh, Harry Wilson news? No news other than what, I mean, I, I have been reporting it. Fulham, Fulham are the, the likeliest team. They're riding, riding for Marco Silva. I know there's been conversations specifically between Liverpool and Marco Silva, who, who's... Um, got a good relationship with a few of people in the Liverpool recruitment team, mm-hmm. so I think he's an admirer of the player. It's interesting; it was described to me, and I think it's right. And I hadn't really thought of it like this. I did say I'm going to nick that, but um, Harry Wilson's a little bit like Fulham as the player in the club. It's like ooh, you're probably too good for the Championship, but are you good enough for the Premier League? Yeah. And you know, can they grow together? Type of thing. Are you just exactly what we need in the sense of a player who, you know, you need. You need the right environment to really sort of become become a Premier League player, and we need someone to help us become a Premier League club. Um, so potentially that, and Liverpool obviously know that Fulham have spent money in the past down the Championship. Cavalero was was one that was mentioned to me. I think they spent a fair bit of money getting him in. Um, I don't. I'm not convinced Liverpool will get 15 million for Wilson, which is what they what they want. Mm-hmm. I think. You'd be looking closer to ten personally, but I think I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if he ends up at Fulham. But there'll be a lot of other clubs interested. You know, he's he's a player that whatever the flaws in his all-round game, and I think I think they're quite evident the flaws in his all-round game in the sense of he, you know, he he's a little bit of a moments player yeah. rather than a, rather than a you know a, someone who's going to be in the game for ninety minutes. But his numbers are. are, are 
they stack up. You yeah. know, if you if you're a Fulham or West Brom, you know, I'm trying to think of Watford in, in the lower reaches of the Premier League and Norwich. You look and you say, well, you are pretty much guaranteed that he'll score you close to ten goals and yeah. he'll get you close to ten assists, yeah. maybe more. And that can be the difference for yeah. a club like Fulham from being promoted to not for being in the playoffs to not, or a club like Watford from being relegated to not. So I think there'll, there'll definitely be a take. I think it'll be bottom end Premier League, high end Championship. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Paul Smith says, any news on Hausem Awa? No, no. Um, no, he's he's a, he's one that like, he's linked his knee. I mean, he's he's become a bit of a Liverpool staple, hasn't he? I think um, over the last three years. Well, Maddox was convinced a few a couple of years ago that he was very yeah very high. Yeah, I mean, I think the, I think I'm surprised to be honest. He hasn't moved on because when he came through, so I don't even he must he played for the 21s I think in the summer France. So he's still young, obviously. But I, when he came through, probably around three years ago, I can remember him really coming onto the radar. I, I think it was seen that he was just yeah he was definitely going to be sort of one more year and then off somewhere and he hasn't he's still at, he's still at Lille at uh, Lyon sorry not Lille um, no I haven't heard that Liverpool have, have have gone in near near for him I, I think Arsenal were quite strongly linked maybe Tottenham I think are they Tottenham link I haven't heard anything to do with him coming to Liverpool and yeah you know doesn't mean it's not happening but no yeah just not yet yeah um sheldon mason with the 499 super chat thank you so much sheldon i thought you were gonna ask me about i was gonna say i've never heard of this player. no i know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've just tested um will we need more of a traditional striker like tammy abraham from chelsea i don't do you think tammy abraham is a traditional striker well, that's I, yeah. an interesting question yeah i i wouldn't have him down I, I think he's a big lad, obviously, but I don't, I don't have him down as a as that personally. I get the question, and I, it was asked obviously Tewo one year's left this this week, and I think a few people were replying on that, saying that you know he could have been a, a different option off the bench. Um, I think they did, maybe didn't quite understand what type of player he is. He is a big lad, but he's I think I think I'm training pitches sort of coloured people's opinion the fact on that him. He's towers over his all huge the shoulders, are, yeah. and he, he obviously like he, he is you know a very physically imposing figure but he's not really play doesn't really play like that he's 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 a lot more of a channel runner and you know a sort of an um yeah he's a he's a grafter certainly rather than you know he's not Olivier Giroud or someone like that who's going to be sort of you know use me as a wall and we get runners off me but I think there is a legitimate question to ask about whether whether Liverpool and a lot of clubs not just Liverpool would benefit from having that option but then you think back and you think back to Brendan Rodgers attempts to do that with Ben Teke and with Ricky Lambert, yeah, um, and it didn't work. And I don't necessarily see Jurgen Klopp going down that route and saying, admit not not admitting, but sort of planning for failure. If, if you know, planning for my system to fail. And you yeah. see with Oxley Chamberlain this preseason, you know, there's a clear. He's clearly getting a chance. I think Oxley Chamberlain to show that he can be a forward, mm-hmm. if nothing else. I, I have my doubts about it, and I think a lot of people will as well but that shows you I think what Liverpool's thinking is it's 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 more it's 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 just Firmino again yeah. you know you, you, you've got to be like Firmino it's not we want to go diametrically opposed to when we want to get some fella who's going to stand in the penalty area and flick things on well, it's going to uh, be you're going to have to do the Firmino things yeah. as well I, or if you do there's, there's probably a limited number of players on the planet yeah. that you would change for yeah. and they're the generational ones yeah. so if, if Kylian Mbappe requires you to change your system yeah, you change yeah. your system because you've got Kylian Mbappe exactly. and Erling Haaland yeah. yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I probably mean, not for Tammy Abram no I, although <laughs> you'll get a move on you I think Arsenal have been quite strongly linked with Abraham but um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I can completely see the argument, and there's a lot of times when I watch Liverpool and I think, oh, 
just just have a guero there for that, that six yard box tapping, you know, them scruffy yeah, goals oh God, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of times. But I just don't see Liverpool going down that route because I think they ask all of their all of their players, never mind all of their forwards, but in particular their number nine, to do so much in the in the general build up. I don't think they can they can quite countenance that idea of having you know, a penalty as fella standing still. Yeah, and the, yeah, there's people who've, who've, who've we've had players float throughout the club in Clubs, you know, rain yeah. who would who at the time we thought they'll they'll do that. Yeah, you know, like, Danny go back Ings. We'll go, go back to Christian Benteke. Yeah, yeah, was a Liverpool yeah. player. Was we used to dominate us, you know, when yeah. he was at Aston Villa. Now, obviously, it was pre Achilles injury when he was at Villa. You know, and it did. I think it just took a little bit away from him when he finally got yeah. to us, of course. But even um, Dominic Solanke, yeah, tall, yeah. there as well. Yeah. He's not an archetypal target. Well, Danny man, he's but a penalty he's, box player, isn't he? And he, you know, I, I, I think, I think if. If Danny Ings had, had gone on loan to Southampton for two years, I think Liverpool could have found a, a good use for Danny Ings now or last season or whatever. But it was never going to happen. He he had to go and play football. He was he was no use to Liverpool, having been out for two and a half years. He had to go and play football and rediscover that sort of rhythm of it. And by the time he's done that, he's he's not he's not a Liverpool player anymore, obviously. So I think it's difficult it's difficult to find that. And you've seen we've talked about it in the past about you know how do you replace players that play every week. You know, because the players who are good enough to do it aren't available, and the ones who might be good enough have that doubt of, do I want to go and be back up to Andy Robertson at left back or Harry Kane as a forward or whoever? Yeah. So it's 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 a tough one to get. But to answer the question, no, I do I do take the point, but I don't see Liverpool going down that route of a of a traditional number nine. It's funny how it goes. When we we go, we really want so, fans really wanting something becomes yeah. it's something that Liverpool need, which becomes Liverpool therefore must be targeting. And mm. I mean, again, it's a it's a good point. When was the last time Liverpool had a solid link to a, to a anything even remotely like a traditional number nine? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't happen. Timo Werner not a can play number nine, but yeah, it's not a, yeah. not a not a Jota, out and out number nine. Smile star. You yeah. know, there's a lot of a lot of there, um, a lot of players that Liverpool have been linked with, and we know that they are in or have, you know admire or have interest in. They all have something in common, and it's usually that they can play wide or central. Yeah, absolutely. And um, big shout to the Red Sea Podcast guys who are in the comments as well. Do make sure you go and subscribe to their new YouTube channel. Brilliant. They were on the Reds Transfer Roundup show uh, with us yesterday, which is streaming on the RedmenTV.com, which is where Transfer Insights Extra will be later on uh, today. Me and Neil are going to carry on the chat. We're going to talk about a few other bits and pieces uh, and hopefully answer a few more of the questions. You mentioned Oxley Chamberlain there, Harvey Elliott, the move, the players that have moved on, Tywo Gruyic. Maybe Shakiri, Origi, Nat Phillips, and a few other bits and pieces as well. So, yes, thank you so much for joining no us live. For that. Thank you so much for joining us in the comments. Uh, and if you enjoyed it, do drop a like. Uh, we've got a fantastic competition uh, as a little enticer. If you want to come over and join us on the redmentv.com, uh, if you join us as a club legend subscriber, there's a chance to win a signed Jordan Henderson print and another couple of amazing prizes. Here's some more info on that, and we'll be back with more Transfer Insight next week. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.